Welcome to another edition of the Cowboy Jeff and Andy podcast. Today, Jeff and I review the progress on my new beard for the Elks Beard Arena. And we look ahead next week to the Santa Maria Strawberry Festival. Finally, Jeff premieres his new song about encephalopathy. Thank you for listening and stay tuned. Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. How's it going? Hey, it's going good, Andy. Good to see you. This podcast has been evolving and we've had some good guests and some good laughs and you and I've been working on some songs, so it's a work in progress. Mm. That about says it. <laughs> Just like life. Life is a work in progress, isn't it? Yeah. Some days you you chase the bear and some days, well, you kind of wait and let him catch you. <laughs> Well, what's on your mind this week? I'm just grateful that the the sun is out and the trails are drying up, and I'm looking forward to getting outside and doing some walking and kind of getting some fresh air and getting some sun on my skin. That's, you know, just enjoy the outdoors a little this week, I think. Well, they're talking about that super bloom. Have you heard about that? Oh, my God. This is going to be something to see, Andy. After all the rain and after all the spring sun, you know, the animals and the plants can't help but just go to town, Mother Nature, man. It's it's going to be really beautiful, I'm told. Oh, where uh, where have you heard is good to go? They always talk about the Chorizo Plains. No, is it Chorizo or Cariso? It's Cariso. Okay, because, I, I, you know, I don't mind Chorizo, but, I, you know, I guess I want to smell the outdoors. You know? That's a Freudian slip. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little hungry. <laughs> okay, then... Uh, you know, I'd take a drive out there and, and spend an afternoon just kind of put on a little suntan lotion, put on some good walking shoes and kind of just enjoy the day. Yeah, I'd, I'd be into that. Jeff, I've been dealing with some family issues and, and it's kind of on my mind right now. Oh, oh, well, tell me about it. Well, my dad, my mom and dad divorced after 40 years of marriage and he came out as gay and 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 met a nice partner and, and, and has really been living his dream. He opened up a bed and breakfast in France. Okay, and I guess I guess you and your mom are cool with it because that's that's where he's going with his life, isn't he? Well, we've been trying to keep the family together, and he's been been really involved with us and splitting splitting the time here in in uh, San Diego and also in Arles. It's in the south part of France, near Marseille. Wow. Do uh, do you think they're going to do okay? I mean, a bed and breakfast. I mean, in France, that's that's a long distance business, isn't it? Well, they had a good run, but obviously, COVID took a lot out of their business. Dad was really interested in Van Gogh, and 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 Arles is where Van Gogh did 150 of his paintings. Also, it's it's a national or France's nationally known place of Van Gogh's great works. Then, well, it's where he did his great works. A lot of that work, a lot of that work, is not in Arles anymore. But it was where he created the work. Like, for example, the irises was done in the mental hospital in Arles. Okay. And they also have the night cafe is in Arles and a famous cemetery there. And it's a beautiful city. So I see what you're saying. That that would be a beautiful place to run a, a bed and breakfast. You know, Van Gogh, uh, he grew a beard too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I've been working on my beard. Um, it's hard. It's... It's hard uh, because it's apparent that now his medical care precludes him from coming back here. So I'm just kind of mourning the, 
you know, his, his proximity, he's not here any as much anymore. And I'm probably not going to be able to see him as much. And I'm going to try to get over there and, but just things are different. So I'm just kind of mourning that right now. Well, you know, I feel for you, brother, losing, yeah. uh, you know, your family's closeness. That's, that's kind of a problem for a lot of people in this society. And, um, I, I guess all I can say is I'm, I'm proud of the guy for going where his heart tells him to go. Yeah. And his family's grown. And, and, and so we all have to live our lives and we all have our paths. You know, I guess you're right on that story. I, uh, I miss my dad too. He's, he passed away when I was younger, but you know, once in a while, when I, when I see him in a dream and, he, and he's yelling at me, well, it's just kind of like the good old days. You know, I go, I wake up and I go, yep, got a visit from Pop. Uh, yeah, I hope you get out there and get to France and, you know, can spend a little time with him uh, and see what's, what, how it's going over there for him and, and you know, kind of keep the family as close as can be. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have noticed, yeah, my, my, my beard is really filling in. Have you noticed that? It's a different look for you. You know, it's that's why when you said Van Gogh, I couldn't help but thinking, well, he kind of looks like a painter. And uh, that's, that's not a bad look. It's not too raggedy. It's not too woolly. It's kind of, uh, I don't know what you'd say, kind of seasoned maybe. Well, I don't know. I think it's not white as snow. I know that. And it's probably, I don't know about the red. It's got a little bit of red. So maybe I'm in contention for the red category. So you got the paprika and the salt is what with the seasoning, if you see my point. Yeah. Well, I told my students, uh, I'm a teacher, that I, w- I am growing. I'm doing this to represent Robert Bruce School at the Elk Spirit Arena. And they were really enthused about that. You know, even students know that when a teacher puts on a beard, it's it's a serious decision. I mean, a person has to be bold enough to do this. I know I know a lot of people that are too chicken livered to grow a beard. They just oh no no the wife would never like it. Or, oh no no my boss had never permitted her. Oh no no I couldn't look at myself in the mirror and see, you know Uncle Uncle Bob the one that always seemed to be the happiest guy in the family. Well, I'm single right now, so I guess that's why I can get away with it. You know I I'd say. How long is the Beard Arena concert uh, contest going to run? It's a, I, I, May 20th is the deadline. But I, I told the kids, I said, I'm growing hair for you. And then we are, and then we are, uh, we are going to shave it off. Like, like, like when they express solidarity to the, to the uh, cancer victims, we're going to shave it off in front of the school and everyone's going to sh- cheer my victory. You know, that's a, that's not what I thought you were going to say. That's very interesting that that shaving your whiskers is going to be done for the uplifting of of your students. That's that's pretty cool. I think it's a, it's a good event, uh, a good event to share. But and it's really cute because they've been getting involved like uh, I, I call it a beard contest, a beard contest because they're second language learners. And one little girl came up to me and she says, good luck in the beer contest. And I'm like, no, 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 sweetie. Beard concept contest not a beer contest and then she was suggesting all these these mexican herbs and i didn't know that there were mexican herbs that promoted hair growth but then they're calling me names like they say i look like i'm rip van winkle and i look like a a redneck van gogh and and then they some say i look like a a, a, an older Joaquin Phoenix. And I, I, I kind of like that one. Yeah, Johnny Derp. I don't know. Maybe there's a few more we could think of right now. Part of this podcast, I'd like to kind of provide a fun way for people to just know what's going on in the Santa Maria Valley. So 
I, I, I've kind of looked through and just, I thought uh, with these, these segments with us, we can just review what's going on, keep people informed. Okay, so tell me, what's new, Andy? The Succulent Enthusiast Swap Specimens at the library this week. Man, those succulents are, they're so good for the environment because they don't use a lot of water. I have several myself. I do happen to love succulents. I've got one called the, I believe it's called the Flowering Spike. What 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 about that flowering spike? I've never heard of the, the flowering spike. Oh well, it's it's it it flowers once a year every spring, and I'm just kind of hoping it would flower this year. But it it looks like you know well there was an accident in my house. You see the the plant was on an end table, and it gets a little afternoon sun. It's right next to the couch, and Aunt Clara came over, and she sat down on the couch, and uh, unfortunately it bumped the end table, and the poor plant took a turn. And because it's in a round pot, it, it kind of rolled off off the table, and uh, the flowering spike kind of got her in the leg. Oh, that sounds miserable. Yeah, she's she's still on my case about it. I mean, it left just the smallest puncture. It looked just like, I thought it looked just like a freckle. Couldn't that cause an infection? No, no. This is These are not uh, poisonous plants. These, I'm sure it was just what you say, a superficial injury. But you say superficial around her, and she just loses her mind. Oh, man. Well, I my favorite one is the little warty. I just think they're so adorable. And that pickle plant, it's it's it, it's beautiful. It's a little dangerous, but uh, definitely like those uh, the ox tongue and the pickle plant. So you know about succulents, too. Well, that's that's They're good, free. Dude. You must like them because they're cheap. Well, that, that, would, that does stand to reason. <laughs> they had a big lunch. Last Friday from Vandenberg Space Force Base. A big lunch or a oh, lunch. lunch? I'm sorry. Lunch. And they, they launched the remains of a hundred individuals. They're putting ashes into space in these small metal capsules, no larger than a battery coin cell or a tube of lip balm. And then and this army veteran, Romeo Francis Howe, he decided that he was gonna put his remains up there. Gosh, that almost sounds like a a kind of a, like like a modern version of the Viking funeral or or being buried at sea, but for the new uh, the new era when you're considering that, you know, why keep it on Earth? Why why build a bigger cemetery? Why not let the galaxy be where where we returned? I think uh, that Degrasse Tyson fellow said that we are stardust, and I suppose that makes sense to return there at the end of our existence there's a lot of junk up there i would just worry about hazards well you could send somebody up there with a broom and a dust mop i mean a dust pan and you know if it really gets hazardous you know like like anything when there's too much junk in the back porch i just go out there and sweep it off get the dog hair off and like those street those uh street cleaning trucks we just need those for space you know that's a good idea i, I like that idea i always like the sound of those it made me feel like you know somebody's hard at work early in the morning and then we don't have to step in wet leaves and you know if, if you could have that same kind of joy about knowing that that people are actually still there even if they're gone they're still around so to speak, in orbit. Well, they put these remains on a, a SpaceX Falcon rocket, and and it's not like he's going to be uh, floating around. Um, they're going to harmlessly envelop in fire, 
like a shooting star as a final tribute. Oh, oh, as I see what you're saying. Like as as they return to the atmosphere and start hitting the molecules of air, they would ignite. That's that's actually kind of beautiful. Kind of like a kind of like a Fourth of July thing almost, isn't it? Yeah. No, that I'm starting to. I mean, I we're both getting older, and maybe we should start thinking about something like that. And as we've come up with our final plans i was always thinking neptune society for me i mean not to put a plug in for people that choose to go to sea uh at the end of their existence but uh it just seemed to me that uh i've eaten enough fish and if they were you know, wanted to return the favor <laughs> so jeff i'm so excited because this weekend is the strawberry festival that's here in uh Arroyo Grande or the one in Oxnard? Which it one is, are we speaking here of? Here in Santa Maria. Oh, in Santa Maria. I'm sorry. This I'm is, catching up with you. We talked about this last week. We have the most concentration of acreage strawberries in the country. Oh, that's it. Of course. So uh, Friday, that's April 28th, is Senior Day. Uh, Saturday, April 29th, is Kids Day. And Sunday, April 30th, is Fiesta Day. Okay, so if you're a elderly... A Latin person with a baby, you can come uh, any day. <laughs> yes. But I really, we're going to talk about, I, I really like Sunday because I like that big Bonda concert. But I just want to look at, uh, so Friday we got a center stage schedule. Uh, we have a magician. Uh, we have a 70s cover band, Knee Deep, and a violin violinist, a violin on fire, and Anthony the Magician. You know, that sounds like a good combo. Boy, I'm into that. I, I, I Did you say a violinist on fire? Well, I guess that's figurative. Figurative. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> I like those. What about those? I don't see any hypnotists. We, you definitely have to have a hypnotist on the stage at the fair. No, magicians would be good enough for me. I think I'd rather see a few illusions and see people pretending that they've been turned into owls and stuff like that. And then we have a tribute to David Cassidy. Oh, I think I love that. <laughs> well, so I, I just, I, I really, last week we talked about strengths and weaknesses of Santa Maria and our hometown events. I just love this time of year, the Strawberry Festival. The rodeo's coming up, and 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 then we have the Sunday night Ponda concert. Uh, have you ever been to the fair here in Santa Maria, Jeff? Yes, yes I have. I, I like Ponda music, and I like strawberries, and I'm into it, man. For example, the Demolition Derby, that is a true Santa Maria small town event, and they do it in the summer. I don't know if they did it last year. Okay, then uh, that's 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 later on this year. That's not part of the strawberries. You could, uh, I'm I'm told you could smash up and demolish strawberries and pour a little rum onto them with a little sugar and uh, turn it into a kind of a lovely dessert. But you're talking about a derby with cars going around a track, crunching in no across a like a, a like a flat track, without, right, and crashing into each other and last man standing, right. And that's where they're having this big dance. And and the reason I kind of know about it is. That I, I stumbled on uh, the fair on a Sunday night and and everyone was dancing in this big rodeo ground and I wasn't really tuned in with the Bonda scene and I was able to go in and it was just 2,000 people at 9 o'clock at night on Sunday night, big band, big light show, horns, and I was, I was like, wow, this is the best mu music that's coming to Santa Maria right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, matching suits, matching boots. 
you know, uh, guys that sing in harmony, trumpets, uh, the, the, they kind of bring the sexy a little bit for the ladies, and then they sing songs about how, you know, it's, it's up to us to live our life to the minute, to the, every moment is important. Yeah, the Bamba scene is a good scene. Yes, yeah, and so this is on the 30th, and gosh, I hope I, Harriepo Baile, Baile is the, I guess, uh, 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 the Mexican rodeo and the rodeo and the dance. And the bands are El Chapo de Sinaloa, the Bando Machos, and the Hijos de Baron. Hijos, Hijos de Baron sounds like a good group. Uh, El Chapo de que? What's the, El Chapo, what's his, his name? De somewhere? De Sinaloa. Oh, Sinaloa, okay. Yeah, and I've been doing stand-up, Jeff, and, and I have a... A taco truck joke. Uh, it says that Santa Maria is known for its taco trucks, and my favorite Sinalo- my favorite taco truck is the Sinaloan taco truck, and they are famous for the Chapo taco. And Chapo is a famous drug kingpin. And this taco tries to escape from your mouth a couple times, and then it explodes in a hail of gunfire. <laughs> that is a good taco. <laughs> you know, after a dance. A couple of tacos feels pretty good. I mean, chapo tacos, maybe you might that might be good. You know, I I kind of on one night I might want that one. Another one I might want the one that stays in my mouth. (laughs) But then I was then I was looking at this guy and I'm like, well, this can't be the drug kingpin guy. He's in he's in he's in jail. So I is this guy. This guy's been around El Chapo de Sinaloa for a long time. He won a Grammy in 2007. So is it dangerous for him to perform? With the name of this drug kingpin? No, I think you got him a little bit mixed up with this other Chapo. You know, that's not uncommon. It's like one male more man with the same title, like, uh, you know, the the president. There's more than one president. There's more than one uh, boss, you know. So I think it's it's more like a title. Oh, okay. All right. The Banda Machos is Jalisco, Mexico's largest Norteño group. I love Norteño. Yeah, and this guy won a... Uh, El Chapo won a Grammy in 2007 for this for a song, Te Va A Gustar. You're gonna like it, Te Va A Gustar. Let's. I want to play a little bit, and maybe, maybe we could do a little. Just check it out a little bit. Sure, man. I don't know if, how well our audience can hear. Well, I can hear it, man. I'm digging it. Yeah. And he he's he has he's got the black cowboy hat and the black mustache and we got a clarinet solo. What beat is this? Is is it a mambo or Well it's it's similar. It, it I, I think that our music experts might have to give us uh, a clue as to what specifically they call this beat south of the border, but it's it's a dance beat that I'm digging, man. The band looks sharp. Yeah. The tune is good. Te va a gustar. Oh, yeah. I can't. I, I just... That's what I love. And again, talking about Santa Maria, um, just uh, the strength of our diversity and all this great music that comes through town. And that's kind of... Why I started this podcast is to really put a focus on the arts. Man, I dance with a pretty dark-haired girl to that music, you know, uh, until some big, strong-looking guy comes along and says, ah, no more, that's done, you're done, son. <laughs> there was, uh, at that dance I went to on a Sunday night, there was a lot of 
a lot of hoochie coochie action. A lot of a lot of those young people making making eyes at each other and yeah. And then papas great. and mamas come along and say, "That's enough of that. You're going home right now. Let's get out of here." And they go, "No, one more dance, one more dance." And then the dads and the moms go, "Mm mm mm." Uh, it's like West Side Story right here on on Stoll Avenue. I guess, but that's the way love is, and that's the way romance happens. You know, people take a chance, they take a dance, and. Sometimes, you know, it turns out good. I mean, that's how mom and dad got together. That's why I'm here. I read this week in the Santa Maria Times that Mary Mae Shelley celebrated her 100th birthday here in Santa Maria. She was born in 1923. Uh, the things she that gal must have seen and through her life, as she is still seeing, in fact, huh? from yeah. uh, space launches to uh, World War II and everything, huh? Yeah, she worked at a handkerchief factory in Hoboken, New Jersey, and her father was a key punch operator. Do you know what a key punch operator does? Yeah, they they create cards that help machines to run on a certain pattern. It's kind of like the early version of a formatting technique so that your machine does what you ask it to do. A key punch is a way to store information. We might think of a player piano as a key punch machine because it has a roll with punched out holes in it that tell the piano what notes to play. But you can use a key punch uh, system to do almost anything. You could probably use it to embroider handkerchiefs if you really thought about it. Wow. She moved here. After knowing a man only three months, met a man in the Navy and moved to his hometown, Santa Maria. You mean the romance just was three months and boom, I guess they knew what love was back in those days, huh? That is a really good story. And she loved bowling at the Rancho Bowl and was in the Rancho Bowl League. She played canasta at the Santa Maria Williams Women's Club. And was always at the Eagles playing bingo. So these are good times then. This woman knew how to socialize? Yeah, and they, they even had, back in those days, they both they had cabins at Lake Nacimento where they enjoyed fishing and climbing. You know, if, uh, if that's what it takes to have a good time in the pre-television, pre-internet age, sounds like that lady had it all figured out. Well, and they had the event over at the Shumash Casino, and she said that she would never gives up a chance to do some gambling. <laughs> That's adorable. I got to say, though, I mean, if she's still uh, ticking away, then excitement and fun must be part of the keys to living long, don't you think? I think so. And I, it really brings me back to my dad, and he has Parkinson's, and it's, it's really hard to, to, to have your health go. And so I, it looked really, it looked like Miss Shelley. Still has our health, and that's a really valuable thing. You know, but if you say that, uh, that that place where he's going to live in France is known for Van Gogh's beautiful paintings of irises and things like that, maybe, maybe like Santa Maria, to really be where beautiful nature is, that makes life worthwhile and, and beautiful. Even if you're elderly or, or a young person. I think about that. That's kind of why that super bloom is so attractive to me. It's just, it it fills my heart with happiness to, to see nature responding like that. I think most people who see it kind of have to uh, smile in awe and feel feel full of fresh air and, and the beauty of our planet. Yeah, I think it's a good place for him. And so I just, 
I grieve the change in our family. And, and I guess the only thing that is constant in life is change, but it's really hard. You know, Andy, next time uh, you talk to him on the phone, would you give him my regards? Yes, I will. He, he always remembered you fondly when we were back in the Santa Barbara days. That's been a few years. Um, I guess, um, then that's about it for our podcast today. Yeah, I think I think that's good for this week. Do you feel good, Jeff? I feel good, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping to see uh, you people at the uh, Strawberry Festival this weekend. I know we're all going to be there having a good time. Look forward to seeing you then. All right. Well, thank you so much. So I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week then. Lopalopathy We spent a week in Waikiki Somehow you don't remember me Besides the pretty sea You were so lovey-dovey there The scent of flowers in the air You put a dozen in your head and left all your memories there you don't remember and I'll never forget I saw so much saw it all when your swimsuit was wet Encephalopathy The sun has set upon your memory Unfortunately And when we return It'll be Completely new Spending an unmemorable week with you You've reached the end of another episode of the Cowboy Jeff and Andy podcast. You can reach us on Instagram at Cowboy Jeff and Andy. We are also on Gmail, Cowboy Jeff and Andy at gmail.com, all lowercase. I'm performing this Thursday at Slow Wine and Beer on Lower Higuera Street in San Luis Obispo. That is on Thursday night, April 27th, between 6 and 8 along with the improv folks. So thank you for joining us another week. 
and bye-bye.